church, a body of believers that Jesus built, pulled out of the world to do his will. Now, there are those that are at church and those that are the church. Listen as Pastor Parson breaks down the distinctions in between the two in this message entitled, I Am the Church. Coming up. Am the church. The called out ones who form the kingdom of God on earth. It is the vehicle that God uses to bring hope to the world. It is the family that God has chosen to raise his baby souls and to bring them to maturity. It is the organism that Jesus has built on his own name. Verse 25. As we go into our communion celebration today. Amen. Our all glory goes to the Lamb. I see a few teams repping today, Super Bowl, and some of us are still heartbroken, so we're repping the Lakers today. But there's a name above every name. There's a team above every team. And this first communion that we're taking of the decade is about glory to the Lamb. The Lamb of God who took away the sins of the world. And so our glory to the Lamb. Some of them may have started their Super Bowl celebration. They could have been at church. We'll be, we'll be well finished by the time kickoff is. Maybe they marinating their chicken wings. But, but God loves those who come to tell him thank you. And those who come to celebrate our communion Sunday. So we're going to Ephesians chapter 5 verse 25 is there for you on the screen. And really, I just need that second half, but we'll read the entire verse. Let's read together. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. I just need that one part. Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. Our topic this morning is I am the church. I am the church. And this may be the most important I am statement that we're going to make this season. Um, you all have missed uh, most of it. We talked on first Sunday in January, we talked about the born uh, identity, and I broke that down. And then I told you I'm going to do a series of I am statements. We are in search of who we are. And so all of my sermons are going to start with I am. Uh, so you have to go maybe back on Facebook Live to see the first one was I am positive. And then I preached I am a champion. Uh, and uh, then a uh, pastor Erica preached I am not an imposter. And this morning is I am 
uh, the church. And I think this is going to be the most important one that we go. I got one tonight. I want you all to come here. Uh, church won't start to seven. And so the game, we should be knowing who's going to win by then. If you can tear yourself away from the TV tonight, I'm going to talk about I am grown. And we're going to get rid of some childhood issues tonight at seven. But I am the church is still probably the most important one. I am the church because this season is all about finding your purpose and walking in it. Because here at New A, our mission is to lead people to Christ, change and purpose. And we've developed a ministry where you can meet Jesus, change your life and find your purpose. But, but before you can identify your purpose, you must discover who you are. Who are you born to be? Who were you born again to be? What is your born identity? So for the next several weeks, we're going to be looking at the theme, born identity, the search for who you are. So, so far, again, we've learned that we are positive. We learned when the bishop came, he let us know that we are builders. Uh, we know that we are champions and that we are not imposters. And today, as we take communion for the first time in this decade, our communion celebrations are, are designed to help us understand fully the sacrifice that Jesus made for us on the cross. A lot of people take communion and don't really understand what it's all about. So we have these celebrations uh, when we take communion so that you fully understand what Jesus did on the cross. In other, so let me break it down again. Mankind committed treason against God and we had the death penalty because we walked away from God. Our sins, which are our choices that we made to disobey God, cost us our life. It separated us from God. We had sold ourselves to the devil. Then Jesus came to earth to pay the death penalty for us. He died the death that we were supposed to die. And he brought us back to God with his own blood. So with communion, we remember how his body was broken when we take the bread and how his blood was shed when we take the juice. And we know that he died for the world, but we also know that most of the world will never accept that. And they'll never come back to God. But there is a group who will. There is a group who did. There is a group who will continue to do that. So even though the whole world has the opportunity, he gave himself for this handful of people called the church. So as Paul is talking to the church at Ephesus about what marriage should look like, he compares it to the relationship Jesus Christ has with the church. And then he makes this God-breathed statement. Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. And I am the church. He loved me and gave himself up for me. I am the church. That's who I am. The, and the church has been blasted and misrepresented and has been hated in this day and time. But that's only because the devil hates the church. And, but I'm pumped up to say I am the church. If I have to be pumped up by myself today, I am pumped up to be able to say I am the church for nothing in this world 
world is more powerful, more influential, more treasured, and more loved by God than the church. No other entity has as much authority and resilience and responsibility and connection to the God of the universe than the church. The gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Nothing in this world is built on the solid rock of Jesus other than the church. The only thing that Jesus is coming back to earth to get is the church. The only thing that will be going to heaven, the only thing that Jesus is preparing a place for is the church. And I am the church. I'm excited about it. The, 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 the word in, in, the, in the Greek is ecclesia. Ecclesia. From the Greek word, it's a compound word. The Greek word ek means out from and to. And then the word kaleo means to call. Out from and to, to call. And so the church then, this, ek, this uh, ecclesia, is people who are called out from the world and to God. The outcome being this thing called the church. The, the, the universal uh, body of believers whom God calls from the world and calls into his eternal kingdom. And I am the church. The called out ones who form the kingdom of God on earth. It is the vehicle that God uses to bring hope to the world. It is the family that God has chosen to raise his baby souls and to bring them to maturity. It is the organism that Jesus had built on his own name on the fact that he is the Christ the son of the living God. There's nothing as powerful and vital and precious to God as the church and I I am the church. Nothing else has been given the mission of worship, evangelism, fellowship, discipleship, and ministry. No one else is authorized to introduce Jesus and to use his name. Chosen people, royal priesthood, holy nation. I am the church. I am authorized, equipped, and empowered to bind on earth what has been bound in heaven and to release in the earth what has been released in the heaven. I am the church. The church is a lethal weapon. I am a lethal weapon. It's like it's like in the movie, The Hate You Give. The lady says in the movie, it's a movie I haven't seen it about uh, unarmed uh, black man getting getting killed by police, and and, and the lady says this. She says you're never unarmed because your blackness is the weapon they fear. I wish I could get our young men to understand this when they out there acting a fool in the street. That there's no such thing, she was trying to say, as an unarmed black man because your blackness is the weapon that they fear. But when I thought about that, I thought about me being the church. I'm a lethal weapon. I'm the weapon that Satan fears. Satan can never see me as unarmed. <laughs> Because I'm in the I'm the church. 
So I am the weapon that Satan fears. I'm the champion of good and the devil is the champion, is the challenger rather, of evil. So my very presence is a threat to the enemy. That's why he talks about us so bad. That's why he doesn't want us in the neighborhood. That's why he doesn't want to donate money to us if the word Christian is in it. That's why they don't want us to have our freedom in our faith. But there's nothing that the devil can do about it because the church has the presence, the power, and the approval of God. And I am the church, the body of Christ, the baptized, born-again believer. I am unapologetically the church. I am unashamedly the church. I am undeniably the church. I know who I am for eternity. Jesus is coming back for me. He's going to break the clouds at the sound of the trumpet. And if I'm dead, I'll be coming back with him and my body will be resurrected from the grave. But if I'm still alive, I'm going to be caught up to meet him in the air. This is my identity. This is my truest self. This is who I am. I am the church. And Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. I am the church. And because I am the church, I'm at the church. I am at the church. So some people aren't the church. They just at the church. They, they, they've never truly been born again. But you'll find them at the church. Because as you see, the place where the church gathers to worship is also called the church. That's why you can be at the church and still not actually be the church. It's just your temporary locality for an hour and a half on Sunday. But it's not your permanent identity <laughs> all day Monday. It's not enough to be at church. Being at the garage don't make you a car. Being at the hen house don't make you a chicken and being at the church don't make you the church. Meaning being at the place that they call a church doesn't mean you are the church. That's why church hurt can be such an issue. It's really not church hurt. I'm not a believer in church hurt. It's people hurt. It's just people who just happen to be at the church. But the church gets a bad name for it. Its identity has been stolen by people who are at church. But they are not the church. But on the other hand, if you are the church, every now and then you need to be at the church. <laughs> ministry goes on at the church. The word of God is preached for your growth and for your perfecting at the church. You are trained and developed and prayed for and built up at the church. And in 1 Corinthians 12, 28, it says, and God has set some in the church. Apostles, prophets, teachers, miracles, gifts of healing, helps, governments, diversities of tongues. You need to be at the church where ministry happens. Because notice the scripture said, God set these powerful people 
in the church. Too many people are at the church, but they are not in the church. Now, wherever I am, that's where church is at. Because I am the church. And so the building that you call church is only the church because that's where the church is at. So being with the church, where the church meets, makes you at church, but not in church. I am in the church. As somebody, I'm in the church. Now, again, this is the most important I am there is. I am in the church. I am a blood-washed, born-again believer. I have been called out and called to. I've been called out of the world and called into Christ. And anyone who is in Christ is in the church. The church is what the Bible calls everyone who is in Christ. No one is going to heaven unless they first come through the church. I don't mean this building. You know I don't mean this building. I don't even mean an organization. You don't have to be an organization. I mean the organism that you are in when you believe in Jesus, accept him into your heart, and enter into a relationship with him. At that point, the Holy Spirit comes inside of your human spirit and changes it forever. And you are now what we call born again. All your sins are forgiven. And it doesn't matter what you have ever done wrong, whether it's murder or molestation, rape or robbery, lying or cheating, sex outside of marriage, smoking crack, drinking gin, cussing your boss or slapping your mama. You get to start over. You get to start clean. You get your death penalty, which you deserve, is paid by Jesus Christ when he died for you. And that's his mercy. And then you get a chance to live a new life of joy and peace and power and prosperity and blessing. And that's his grace. So at the moment you truly accept Jesus in your heart, you are now in the church you can meet Jesus at the church you can meet Jesus anywhere the church is at but you change your life in the church if you are not in the church you can change your behavior but you have not changed your life and if you have not changed your life You just at the church, but you're not in the church. You cannot join the church. Not the real church. I know many of you grew up in in a tradition where you were able to join the church. You can't join the church. Not the real church. You can't join in. You got to be born in. I want you to get this right. I want you to get it straight because this is who you are before you can be anything else. Before anything else, you are the church. Before you were born, God already planned for you to be in the church. Romans chapter 8, verse 29. For those God foreknew, he also predestined to be conformed to the image of his son. I already knew that if I could get the gospel to you, you would accept it and you would be in the church. And so he's, I predestined you and so I, pre- so I called you. Remember the church are the ones that's been called. So those that he knew would accept it, he then called them. And those he called, he justified, he changed their life. 
And those he justified, he also glorified. So the Bible says Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. And if you keep reading, it says to make her holy. Cleansing her by the washing with water through the word. That's why you got to come to the church to get that word. To present her to himself as a radiant church without stain or wrinkle or any blemish, but holy and blameless. And so there's a change to your lifestyle and your status when you're truly in the church. There are too many people at the church that are not in the church. Ask somebody, are you in? Are you in? Are you sure you're in? I see you at, but are you sure you're in? Because at don't make you in. But if you're in the church, the Holy Spirit in you does want you at the church sometimes. <laughs> in the company of other believers, in your community group, in a small group, at the mission, in a park, in a home, in a library. You should be somewhere where two or three are gathered together in the name of Jesus. He is there and that is church. Right. So you might as well come on to a place like this. Yeah. Where you can find out who you really are. So I am at the church. I am in the church. And I am of the church. Of, of is expressing the relationship between a part and the whole. This is the whole, but I'm a part of. Uh, indicating an association between two entities. We're associated, one of belonging. Uh, I, I'm of the church. It's the whole and I'm a part. Uh, at this point, I become a product. I, I proceed from, I, I'm now a product of, of the church. See, see, something happened to me at the church. I met Jesus. Something happened to me in the church. I changed my life. But now I am of the church. I found my purpose. I'm of the church. I've, I've been produced by the church. It's not only what I was called to, but now it's where I've been called from. From the world to the church. Now from the church back into the world to get some more people to call them out of the world and into the church. So not only is it what I was called to, but now it's where I'm called from. I'm the pastor of the church. I'm a teacher of the church. I'm a leader of the church. See, I stayed in the church long enough to now be of the church. <laughs> It has made me who I am. It has perfected who I am. One of the called out and called to and sent back out to call others out and to. The church molded me. The church made me. The church trained me. And the church sent me back out. I might be the only one in here, but anybody can, I can identify with that. The, the, the church made me. It folded me. It trained me. It is my total identity. I am of the church now. Let me, let me explain it this way. You got any Trekkies in the house? Live long. Got some Trekkies in the house? Live long. In, in Star Trek, 
there's this entity, there's these aliens called the Borg. The Borg have a hive mentality that they call the collective. In the collective, everybody in the Borg has one mind. When they capture you, they assimilate you into the collective. You become one of them. They, they take you and they put their stuff on you and now you are of the Borg. You're one of them. Well, the church is a good side of that. The, the church is kind of it's kind of like the Borg. It, 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 when, you, when the church assimilates you, when you're in the church, you get one mind, the mind of Christ. You have one overall purpose, the kingdom of God, and it'll use your gifts and talents towards serving the one true and living God. But unlike the Borg, you will love it. You will absolutely love it. You'll feel alive. You'll be what you were originally designed to be. You will find your purpose in the church whether it's apostle or you're a prophet or you're an evangelist or you're a pastor or you're a teacher you'll find out I'm a server or an encourager or a giver or a leader or a mercy giver you'll find out if you operate in a word of wisdom or a word of knowledge do you have discerning of spirits do you work miracles do you have faith do you have healing in your hands is there tongues in you is there interpretation of tongues or prophecy are you the gift of helps or the gift of ministry are you the gift of worship? Are you a writer? Are you an intercessor? When you find your purpose, you are now of the church. I don't know about you, but I'm no longer in search for who I am. I'm preaching this stuff for y'all. I'm no longer in search for who I am. I know who I am. I am at the church. I am in the church. I am of the church. We celebrate today. The fact that Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. So I am so excited to say, Woo, I am the church. Somebody say, I am the church. This is who I am. I'm called out, I'm called to, and I'm sent back out. I am the vehicle God uses to expand this kingdom. Christ loved me and gave himself up for me. I am the church. Now, a lot of us are still heartbroken from last Sunday uh, about Kobe Bryant. Uh, But Kobe Bryant won an Oscar. He won an Academy Award for uh, the best animated short film of 2018. You got to look it up. It's it's great. It's, It's amazing. And it's his poem that's set to to animation and it's uh, narrated by Kobe himself. So he wrote this poem at the beginning of his last season. And the name of the poem is Dear Basketball. So as I looked at that this week, I said, I'm going to bite off Kobe. (sighs) Because I love the church like he loved basketball. So I'm going to end this by writing a poem of my own. His was Dear Basketball. Mine is Dear Church. Dear Church, 
from the moment I put on my patent leather shoes and fluffy dress and was taken to your doorstep, I knew one thing was real. I fell in love with you. A love so deep I gave you my all. From my mind and body to my spirit and soul. As an eight-year-old girl, when my sister told me I was going to hell, I asked Jesus into my heart while in your open arms. Since then, I've been so deeply in love with you. I never considered leaving you. I only saw myself serving in you, with you, and through you for the rest of my life. And so I served. I sang in the alto section and tenor and soprano. I directed the choir. I played the drums. I played the piano. I played the organ. I played the sax and the congas for free. For free. All for you. I taught Sunday school, youth Bible class. I came to prayer. I sold chicken dinners, paid tithes, and preached the gospel when so many said I wasn't supposed to. For you. You asked for my hustle. I gave you my heart. Because it came with so much more. I served through the sweat and the hurt, not because challenge called me, but because you called me. I did everything for you. Because that's what you do when something makes you feel as wanted as you made me feel. You found a way to use me. You gave a 16-year-old suicidal black girl born on the west side, raised in Northtown, her doctorate dream and a hope for a meaningful life, and I'll always love you for it. And I'll be able to love you forever because you provide a season that never ends. When my heart can no longer take the pounding and my mind can no longer handle the grind and my body knows it's time to say goodbye, I get to stay with you for eternity. I never have to let you go. Jesus is coming to get me because I stayed in you. So we both can savor every moment, the good and the bad. We've given each other all that we have. And we both know that no matter what, I will be at the church. I'll be in the church. I am of the church. I am the church. Love, Naida. So this morning, this afternoon, the ones that I want to pray for before we have this communion celebration are those who want to make sure you're in the church. Whether you've ever joined church before, whether you've said a prayer a while back or whether you've never made that move, never really came to Jesus, doesn't matter. If you want to be sure 
that you're not just at the church, but that you're in the church. I want you to come and let me pray this prayer for you. It will settle that right. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you got some insight, some inspiration, and some information on this episode. We'd like to fellowship with you in person. We have two campuses located in the city. We have our central campus located at 610 Bellrose. Our service time is at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings. Then we have our Aliante campus. That's at 2550 Nature Park Drive, Suite 100. Our service time is at 12.30 p.m. on Sundays. For more information, you can visit newantioch.org or you can visit newantioch-aliante.org for more information on our social media to keep up with us. So we look forward to seeing you next time on the NACF Podcast. May God bless you real good.